your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the Claremont Motorsports Park Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Green, green, green. <laughs> Friday night, Claremont Motorsports Park. The Whitcomb 5 was in town. Dude, we have so much to talk about. We got a I'd like no guests this week because we got a oh, lot yeah. to fucking unpack here. Yeah, it's a like lot. A, it's like a therapy session. Everybody buckle in. Yeah, well, it's gonna be a therapy session for me. All right. Yeah. yeah. So Claremont Motorsports Park, like I said, Wickham Five race was uh, on the docket for last Friday night. Yeah. But let's talk about, as Toby would call it, our house divisions. First. Our lovely, lovely houses. Our house divisions. Yep. Pure stocks. Great race. New winner. I won money. You did. I did. You did. I did. So the average age of the top three Friday night for the Lavalley Building Supply Pure Stocks. I didn't even think about that. Was 15. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Your winner, yeah. none other than Aiden White, yeah. who finished second last week, yeah. wins, or two weeks ago, yeah. wins this past weekend, 17. Yeah. Colty Martin, yeah. 13. And J.D. Stockwell, right on the button, at 15. 15, yeah. So the average age is 15 years old. It's crazy. So not even as old as Mark McClay. All of them combined. <laughs> Dude, what a shrapnel shot <laughs> of Mark McClay. Just he a little nothing to you. <laughs> little shot over the bow there. Marvelous. God Marvelous damn. Mark McClay. Why are you throwing shots at Marvelous? Because he's the only one I could think of that was that. I mean, Bruce Jaycox is like... Yeah, but he's, he's older than dirt. Come on. You you do call him the geriatric crew. Yeah, he needs geritol before he gets in the car. Oh, my God. So. So rude. But it was a fantastic race. It was great. All the races Fantastic were race. Yep. Um, Colton pushed Aiden White just about as much as you could push another competitor without getting into him. Yeah. He was right there, right on the button, just couldn't get around him. Uh, JD had a hell of a run, just not quite enough for those front two as he kind of joked in the post-race interview about how with the added penalty weight, it just hasn't gone quite as good. Yeah. Yeah, listen, hey, it's their, it's their story. They're sticking to it. Um, I mean, it's 50 pounds. It's right side weight. Like, it does affect the handling. I, and with, I, I get listen, it. With what, I'm not saying anything. I listen. get it. Uh, so they put on one hell of a show. Bruce Jaycox, the Geritol clan, comes home fourth. He's fast, too. And uh, Travis Sykes finally with a decent run with that poor car because he's had nothing but mechanical issues and yeah. wrecks and everything else. So I think he'll get it figured out. Fantastic race, though. Probably, again, we'll get into the mod race later on, but for the house divisions, probably my favorite race. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think it's a good choice. Six shooters. Dude. The mullet himself. Yeah. The gangster of love. The gangster of love. Wheels that bad boy. Gets it done. By the way, shout out to Nate Bonacorsi. I found out he listens to the podcast. So, hello, Nate. How are you? So, the gangster of love wins it. The uh, renegade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Well, at least you said it. I'm an idiot. The renegade 
Yes. Robert Shaw comes yes. home second. Yes. And Andrew Scott finishes third. They battled too. A little bit of controversy in that one. Yeah. We, we had some guys get loose and some stuff happened down the back stretch. Somebody ended up turning and uh, next thing you know, old Steve Miller Sr.'s rear bumper's hanging off from the lead. So he had to go topside, which inherited the lead to, I believe, Steve Miller Jr. at that yeah. point. And then they put on a heck of a battle to end that one. Yeah. That um, six-shooter class is coming together. It's coming. We got we had nine cars. I mean, there's one for sale. Who's? Uh, Lanou. Lanou's car's for sale. Really? Huh? Yeah, you had it for like two weeks. Of course it was going to be up for sale. Dude, why are you taking <laughs> this? This deck gives you so much confidence to talk shit about. A little uh, fireside Jesus beverage. Christ. Fireside beverage, adult beverage in hand, and uh, blue slushies. Yeah. I got them if you need them. Well, not, not currently. currently. <laughs> Friday, Friday, I'll have them though. Let me know. So again, another good race. Uh, mini stocks, dude. S- unravel that one for a minute. So, in the betting pool, I was last to pick. Um, because I had won the pure stock race. Yep. We didn't get to bet on the six-shooter race. Thank you, Chris Rando, for not being around. Um, so I win the pure stock race, so I got to pick last for the mini stock race. Yep. I I can't remember the sequence of it, but we all picked the top four. I ended up taking Sean Lantis, right? And luck would have it, the... Uh, late model sportsman is... De- There's no way you guys picked the top four. You're telling me somebody... To start... Somebody took Wayne Kendall. The the fifty one. Who will want it? No, 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 no. The starting. Oh, the starting. The starting t- okay. Four, yeah, go ahead. Keep we going. all picked. Okay, that I believe. So Braden Mori gets out in front. I tried to get him and Nick Hool over Facebook the other day to bet um, profile pictures on their Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. Hooli said no to that, and then I oh, said, "Oh, okay. And then I said, "Okay, well, let's bet shoes." So somebody had to walk around barefoot. Well, wasn't having that either. Braden said, "I'm all, I'm for it." I wouldn't have had the shoes. That's that's no bueno. Listen, well, we gotta bet something, right? You can't trash talk over Facebook and not bet anything. Cooley should have taken that one. That's whack. Well, hindsight being 2020. I mean, Braden was out. Oh, he had that one oh wrapped up he right up, up right up until he didn't. Until he didn't. Yeah, right up until he didn't. Until he grenaded. I mean, and then it came apart and it blew. I mean, I don't know. I hadn't. I didn't hear what happened to the car specifically, but it grenaded. Yeah, it there was a plume of smoke and a pile of fluid down. It did not sound good. So that inherited the lead to old nature boy Nick Cool. Yeah. Woo! And uh, Chris Judd threw just about everything at him, but couldn't get by him. And then Dude, uh, that little that little car is fast. Judd's? Yeah. Yeah, it's that quick. thing's fast. I think it's a Volkswagen. It's a Golf. Is it? Yeah. It kind of looks like a Golf. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything like a golf. It just says golf across the windshield. It's, it's small. It's small. small like okay, so isn't Hooley's car if you take off the fucking Monte Carlo nose off of it? Yeah. Uh, and then Sean Lantis, the man that needs his turn four podcast hat because he fucking blinded the f- people in the grandstands with his bald head. <laughs> Sean, so hopefully that comes in this week. Wow, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Hopefully that comes in this week so you can start repping the turn four gear in victory lane. Yeah. But, uh... Again, another. It, it was a good race. Great ending. Um, street stocks. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I feel like we've heard this story before. Yes. Green slit wins it. Yeah. Andrew Brusso finishes second. Yeah. And Trevor Rock finishes third. Yeah. So the same exact ending as last week. Yeah. So two weeks in a row, same top three. Yeah. Um. 
Greenslitz just got his shit figured out. And I mean, not to be funny about it, but when he rolls in, you're pretty much, unless he has a mechanical, you're rolling for second. I don't know, dude. I I hear I hear what you're saying. I think I think the um the fan in me wants that not to be true. Oh, absolutely. But uh, Andrew Bru- whatever Andrew Brusso and his team have figured out. They figured it out. They figured it out. Trevor's getting yeah. closer. Trevor Rocks right there, dude. And that whole division. Brandon Gray finished fourth. Yep. Hayden Grenier in fifth. Cody Schoolcraft in sixth. Son Alter in seventh. Yep. Accusus in eighth. I mean, it was that whole division. It was very tight for the top eight, nine cars where they were they were battling, dude. Battling. Yeah. It was great. We took Dave out of the betting pool so nobody could bet on him this week to make it. Because it's almost. Fair. Yeah, to make it fair. Yeah, because pretty much whoever picks first would just win it. Yeah. But uh, I late Trevor Rock, by the way. Who, who took Bruso? Ty. So Ty won that yeah, one. Ty yeah, Ty won it. Uh, late model sportsman. So does Ricky come out of the pool? So we had this discussion. All right. We had the discussion about taking Ricky out too, which I can understand the discussion of taking him out. However, there are cars that there are other cars that have won being Ben Poland. Yeah, but you look at the street sucks. I I hear you. I hear you. If we're going to go off of rules or we're going to go off of I, we're going to make I rules up you. as we go along. I hear you. Ty's going to love this. Part. I understand it. If we're just going to make it up as we go along. Yeah, yes. That's, <laughs> that's what we, do. Uh, we can we can take Ricky out of it if I we think want you should. moving forward. Um if you guys leave, if just, you take Greenslit out of it because of the amount of wins and he's But that's not the only reason, dude. It's because in the street stocks they start 20 cars. You take Ricky and Ben out of the thing, we have I didn't say you had to take Ben out. Yeah, Ben doesn't have as many wins as Ricky does. Ben's this isn't a shot at Ben because I love Ben, but he's not as dominant as Ricky is right now. Yeah, and Ricky once Ricky gets into space, dude, it's over. It's like there's no yeah, you're not catching him. So Ricky Bly wins it. Ben Poland finishes second. Cam Curtis finishes third. Um, yeah. Again, I mean, it's a late model. It was. It was. Ricky dragged that thing down to Manadnock Saturday. He did. I was actually. I wasn't surprised to see him there because I feel like he'll race anywhere. Finished fifth. Yeah, not not listen, bad. Listen, he wasn't happy about finishing third and brought the car to BFR, so, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Fucking I mean. Uh, excuse me, RS, RS, RSB. RSB, yeah. not BFR. RSB. He brought it to RSB. So it really wouldn't surprise me if that car's back at RSB this week. <laughs> I mean, he finished fifth, and I didn't stay. I mean. For it? That no. no, we'll get into that when we get there. I was curious on how long you stayed after everything happened. We'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. probably probably not as long as you think. Really? It's probably not as long as you think. Anyways, Yikes, that's tough. So then we go to the NHSTRA Motrifieds. The Whitcomb Five. The Whitcomb Five. 125 lappers, 75 laps, five minute break, and a change tire, and then 50 laps. And a whole lot of action. I had a dog in this fight. You did. Who? Who'd you have? I spotted Friday night for this race. Oh yeah, for Maddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For Kimball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P two. P two. Yeah. It's a good run. I didn't even go get my trophy. T- I it's didn't even get my me. picture taken. Should have. No. Nope. Walked down to the flag stand, watched them all celebrate. Ran down on the racetrack, talked to Savannah and Corey for a minute, and then uh, called it night. Shout out to Apex Racing. Yep. Um, this one was action packed, dude. <laughs> 
Dude. <laughs> there was About action all over the place. Six attempts to get through lap one. Yep. Which was rough. Yeah. I mean, rough. <laughs> um, it's funny to spot for somebody new. So I'm going to elaborate, right? Okay. So I spotted for Tyler on and off for years, okay? So I know exactly what Tyler's going to say, like what Tyler's going to do, how Tyler's going to react. I've gotten to know Weasel pretty well. Weasel and I have worked together for several races at this point. Yeah. I know how to wind Weasel up. I know how to bring him back down. Kimball, first time ever on the radio with him, was coming to the green for that Wickham race. Right. So they had a redraw, so we started like seventh or something like that or yeah. whatever it was. So we're on yeah. the inside. Well, we wreck, we wreck, we wreck, we re-wreck, we wreck, we re-wreck. So we just keep going on this cycle. And I'm sure Maddie wasn't the only one. A little frustration starting because we've got 125 laps, boys and yeah. girls, and we can't make it through lap one. Yeah, it's tough. So it, it got to be a little frustrating there for the first, I don't know, I'm going to call it 15 minutes of the race. because <laughs> We were there for a while. And listen, and, and I get it, it's it's a big deal, and it's a high-paying purse for a crate race and, like, everything else. I used to love the pomp and circumstance of, like, getting all the drivers down on the front stretch, pull them out of their cars. I used to love that stuff. Yeah. Used to love it. I'm not a fan of it anymore. 19 minutes from the time they rolled out on the racetrack until they started rolling again? Yeah. Too long. Yeah, I too, agree. Too long. Heard. Too long. <laughs> yep. Too long. Heard. So we finally get settled in, sort of, and start racing. And there's a little bit of calamity in front of us. Yeah. And Mr. Roby starts headed for the bottom of the racetrack. Well, Matt had dove to the bottom to go around Mr. Roby. Yeah. And piled into him with the right front. Yeah. Piled into him. Yeah. Knocked the toe out. So we were kind of surviving at that point. Yeah. And then about four laps later, the right front went down. Yeah. So with the Whitcomb race, you're not allowed to put your change tire on prior to lap 75. Oh, I thought it was. I thought we were saying lap 50 in the pits, but I trust you. 75. Yeah. Couldn't put it on until the halfway break. Heard. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So Kimball had to use a tire from his inventory. Ooh. So all those other boys and girls are out there on tires that had the three laps worth of time trials and then whatever we were at in the feature, and Kimball had to go put a 50-lapper on, a 60-lapper on, 70-lapper on, whatever it was. Yeah. So we had junk tires, or a junk tire. Don't know if it's sized up right. They just grab one just to get him back out. I, I don't know. And we went back out, and he starts making his way forward. And then something else happened, and we got into a squabble, and we dropped a couple spots, and then we re-racked, and then we lost a couple sp I think Matt passed, like, 50-some-odd cars <laughs> Friday night. He was all over, yeah. He was all over the place. Um, just a ton of action. Um, I guess, so I, I guess, from what I understand, is that uh, the kill switch went down on Roby, which is why he pulled he got, so far down. He got smoked so hard that it shut the car off. Yeah. We were sitting on the tailgate of Tyler's truck and we were listening, not listening, but eavesdropping, I guess, on the conversation. And that's what Uncle Scott said. Uncle Scott said he got hit so hard in the back end that it shut the car off. So. Yeah. So he was trying to refire that thing. And uh, sorry about the background noise, everybody. My neighbor's moving. Yeah. We're on the deck. Um, 
But he got hit so hard, so he's trying to refire it. So that's why he was so slow. So Kimmel, of course, just nowhere to go. Ends up with a hole in the tire. Like I said, we're going back and forth. Yeah. And then we had some late race drama. Dude. I, and I don't even know what led to it. Uh, maybe you do, but I don't know what led to... So at the break, two cars get tangled up on the backstretch. Yeah. I turn around and I got... There's two cars in the wall. Piled into the Piled wall. Piled into the wall. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Well, nobody saw it. What do you mean? There was nothing said over the radio. Nobody saw it. Oh. They just saw the ending. Oh. Well, I was, like, looking around for somebody to explain, like, what happened. And nobody seemed to be moving. Nobody. So car A will call the black car. Okay. And car B will call the white car. Okay. Car A shuffles car B out of the way under green flag. Okay. Car B repaid the favor. Oh, so it was a racing. Was so a we were we thing. were tit for tat, and we were even. Uh, car A got mad after the yellow came out. Supposedly hit car B, and then car B got real mad. Just put them both into the fence. See this. <laughs> I didn't, see any of I didn't that. either. I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't well, either. I, I saw them in the walls. The yeah. only thing that I saw. Yeah, but yeah. So it was just. Because one would Max. think, one would think, if you have two cars piled into a backstretch wall under yellow, we were already under yellow. Ooh, that's true. We were under yellow for the 75-lap break. That's very true. When they went into the wall together. Ooh, I forgot about that. That maybe we should have been parked. Because we were <sighs> car fighting under yellow. Huh. Just my opinion. It's not worth much on a podcast. That and twenty five bucks will get you a hat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Any who. Yeah. Action packed at the break. Yeah, so we come back, a bunch of people throw their tire on, everything else. They come back out. They settled in there for a little while. Yeah. We went green flag for a good like next thirty laps, I feel like. Yeah. Next thirty, thirty five laps. Yeah. And then uh I think it was Martel was the next yellow. Yeah. Poor Andrew. Yeah, I guess taken out by a lap car. Poor Buzzy. Yeah. Got taken out by a lap car, right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, it just. That was a a whole thing. It is. And listen, we're going to dive, obviously, more into it about the Sunday race. There's etiquette. In my mind, as the racer, there is etiquette. See, I didn't even see that one either. Like, what the fuck? I didn't see it happen. Because I took Andrew in the bet. There's etiquette. Which is what? Explain it. To I don't drive. I don't know. So if you're getting ready to go a lap down, I'm all fine for you battling to stay on the lead lap with the leader for a little bit. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. If you are one or more laps down, get to the fucking bottom and get out of the way of the leaders. That is a hot. That is a hot. Not a hot opinion, but you're very, you're very I, passionate. I, with that I don't, I don't understand. I understand that everybody paid their fucking forty-five dollars to go out and fucking circle jerk around and freaking make their laps. I don't give a shit. It is what it is. <laughs> but sometimes uh, you have to realize that when it's not your night, it's not your night. You have to realize that. Andrew was not the leader. Andrew was what running third, Full fourth. fourth. He's fourth at the time. So he's in the top five. With a realistic shot at a trophy. Yeah. And they go barreling down into one. And instead of kind of like backing off and letting the two leaders race with each other, I don't even know who it was. 
kind of gassed it up and almost wanted to go off the corner with Andrew, but Andrew had already made the hard left thinking <laughs> that that guy wasn't going to be there. I wish I would have seen it. And he went around. It was right in front of us. That's why I know. Oh. It was right in front of us. Because we were running like seventh at that point. Yeah. Because this was, was like 15 to go. Yeah. 12 to go. Yeah, there there wasn't many. Left. And then we turn around and we re-rack everybody and then we stack them up again. Yeah. We did that a couple times. And I, I told somebody up in the pit area, nine to go, we were sitting seventh. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we must have been running eighth when Andrew went around. So with nine to go, we're running seventh. If you had told me that we were coming home P2, I would have called you a liar. I mean. Yeah, but you got to remember what you had up there. You had Ben Byrne up there. You had Roby. You had Ramo. You had. Yeah. Um, shit, who else was up there? You had some stout, stout yeah. cars. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not like I, I didn't expect Matt just to go to the top and just fucking railroad everybody, and all of a sudden he's leading off a turn two. Like, yeah, okay. it, it wasn't Sunday drive guys out there. Like, we're, you had racers. Yeah. But, man, there was some beating and some banging, and they was leaning on each other, and next thing you know, two cars went up. Matt went to the bottom, and the next thing you know, we kind of squirt out of the pile, and we're second. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, kind of. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Well, good for Matt. Good for you guys. Yeah. And then uh, Ben Byrne got the monkey off his back. He said he hated Claremont. Can't stand it. Doesn't Dude, like it. For a guy that hates it, he was He figured it out fast. quick. Yeah. So it he was, was uh, Ben Byrne came home the winner. Uh, and you had uh, Maddie and then uh, Sammy Ramo. Sammy Ramo. Ramo. Top three. Yep. Um, good night, though. I mean, a little long. A little long for my liking. But yeah. I think it was like 11.30, 11.15 when races ended. <laughs> The extracurriculars were. It was like twelve fifteen when I left. Yeah, it was a li- that was a late night for sure. Start turn around and get up early in the morning to get the yard work done yeah, before I could go to Monadnock. <laughs> yeah, the extracurriculars after the race were wild. Yeah, we yeah, won't. Yeah, I'm we sure were not gonna knows. dive deep yeah. into that. Just yeah. I, I don't condone it. Yeah, I mean, I, my without saying too much and diving too deep into it. My only fault with that is let the guy get out of the car. See, uh, you, I, I guess you saw more than I did. I don't... Let him get out of the car. I didn't. I was up in the grandstand still. Now, how do you know he was still... Because I heard all the stories on Saturday and Sunday from everybody giving me the recap of what went down. Oh. You got to let the guy get out of the car. Take your damn helmets off. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good spot for our first commercial, though. Yeah. And an Apex commercial. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, wants to remind you that their doors remain open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And don't forget that Apex Racing is a Spafco race chassis dealer. Apex Racing is running from All-Star Performance, Wildwood, Sweet, Quartermaster, Powermaster, Longacre, Campfire, Suit, Helmets, Hansel Races, and much, much more. Apex Racing, we'll see you in Victory Lane. that new? No, it's been the same one, bro. <laughs> Interesting. So, Saturday morning, I woke up, did my yard, yard work, and uh, I went to Monadnock, just like you did. Yeah. I had zero plans on Friday morning as a 7 a.m. to head down to Monadnock. So, how did you end up there? I was going to watch it on the flow. Yeah. I had actually purchased Speed 51, or Race in America. Yeah. I had purchased that again to, to actually... Watch the Granite State I was going to watch Granite State Race, and then I was going to watch the uh, mod show on flow. Yeah. So, I had paid for that Friday morning. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I get a message. From the none other than Matt Kimball. Shout out to Matt Kimball. Hey, spotter, I was supposed to have 
isn't going to work out. You interested? So I text my wife. Hey, what are we doing tomorrow? Well, we're supposed to do lawn work. So the deal was, as long as I got my lawn work done, I could head down. Problem was, I had to be down there for like one-ish because the driver, spotter, crew chief meeting is at one thirty. Okay. So I got up at the ass crack of dawn after being out until 12, 15, yeah. 12, 30 at Claremont yeah. to go grab grandpa's dump trailer and suck up leaves and dirt and all kinds of other stuff at 7.30 in the morning. And Yeah. Oh, it was. It was miserable. Gross. Uh, so went down, to, and again, it sounds dumb, but I just – when the tour when the tour comes into town, it's an entirely different ballgame. Yeah. So you have certain areas that you can be in and touch and do when you have a NASCAR band on versus a normal pit pass band on. Right. So like when the cars would go across the scales, you had to have a blue NASCAR band. Okay. So, like, if you, because I'm assuming you didn't have a blue one on, you had yellow, orange, whatever whatever color it was, you could not push the car into the scales on, like, Roby's. Like, if if Roby only had two guys, you were not allowed to push that car up on because you don't have an NASCAR license, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I show up, and I'm, like, waiting in line with everybody else. Like, and then all of a sudden I hear this woman go, oh, I'm spotting for this car. And the woman's like, oh, you need to sign in over here because you're part of NASCAR, blah, blah, blah. So I asked the lady, so... I had to get a NASCAR crew member's license for the weekend and sign in over there and everything else. And then, So are you NASCAR certified now for the rest of the year? Yeah, I'll have a crew member license for the rest of the year. So, you know, nice. if anybody on the tour needs a spot or the yeah, rest of the baby, year. reach out. Uh, yeah. So go through that whole process. Go in, meet up with Matt. Um, I've gotten his frequencies because I'm just anal retentive. Like, I need my gear. I need my radios. I need... My shit. Yeah, you're a weirdo. We get it. Uh, yeah. So I had done all that Friday night with him, which is why I ended up spotting Friday night for him. Right. Was so that way we could get acclimated before we went to Tours. do the tour stuff. Yeah, heard. Yep. So we went out, and, and again, just some of the stuff that goes on, it's just a totally different ball game. So, like, anytime your car's on track or could be on track, your spotter has to be in the spotter stand. So, like, if Matt and them had taken five laps and decided, you know what, this thing's perfect, put it in the box, Harry, leave it alone, whatever. Yeah. I technically was supposed to stay up in the spotter stand for the next 55 minutes because practice, he could technically come back out whenever. Huh. Okay. They They kind of get wishy-washy about it, which is whatever. It's their, you know, their dog and pony show. It's just, I'm just a monkey in the circus at that point. Yeah. Not even a good one. Yeah. But. It is what it is. So I roll up to the spotter stand. Matt comes out with the first round. So they were letting like eight, ten cars out at a time, and then they'd do like 12 laps and chip them off because they didn't want just the continuous. Like it's not like New Hampshire where you've got the big pit road, you've got plenty of runoff area. Yeah. Whatever. So you got to listen to race control. So I've got race control in my ear. And all of a sudden I hear over the radio, I'm like, 76, go to the pits. You didn't sign in with a NASCAR trailer. So I'm like, I watched him. He was right behind Roby. Him and Roby handed in all their paperwork at the same time. So the woman that stands up there with NASCAR, the official BJ, she turns around, she looks at me, and she points, and she goes, just like that. You go. So I peel my headset back, and I'm like, I'm like, Matt, they're black flagging you. They're saying they didn't have your paperwork. And he's like, okay. So Bill Kimball was running over to the trailer to figure out what was going on because we all saw him, handed in, whatever. 
I looked at BJ and she's like, I saw him, him and Brian handed in at the same time, but unfortunately. Yeah, she's just doing her job. And yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I had yeah. no issues with it. She's just like, yep, yeah, doing my job, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, all right. So they got that squared away pretty quick. And Matt went out on old rubber. Wasn't a big fan of the car, but didn't want to start adjusting to the old rubber. So everybody was allowed four practice tires and four race tires. So they f- rifled the f- four feel goods on. And that kid just turned laps after lap after lap. He'd come in, they'd make an adjustment, he'd go back out, come in, same thing, just back and forth. So they they were making an adjustment, so I came over the radio and I said, hey, five minutes, guys. They just gave us the five-minute clock. He's like, all right, we should be just about done, and we're going to head back out for one more round. And then they come back over about a minute later, and they say, let everybody know that this is it. The next group of cars that goes out, that's it. Yeah. So Matt gets in line, and Matt asked me a couple of questions and a couple of things that I could do for him for that last six-lap, six seven-lap stint. All right. So NASCAR's a little finicky with race monitor. It's not live. You've got to have a direct connection to it, so you have to have the credentials to get into it. So whatever. Yeah. But the scoreboard of an ad knock reads lap times. Right. So I key it up, and I'm like, hey, this is your lap time. Hey, this is your lap time. And each time we're going to tenth quicker. We're a tenth quicker. Matt just kept picking up the pace, picking up the pace. And on the very last lap of practice, that boy went P2. Yeah. Just piss-whaled that thing down in there and come up P2. It was fast. So I key up the mic, and I'm like, hey, congratulations there, Mr. Kimball. That's the end of practice, and that would be P2 behind Justin Bonsignor. Big name. Not bad company to be in when it's your second-ever start on the tour. Yeah. So we go down and, you know, <laughs> everything, everything's going on. You've got only so much that you can do in between the end of final practice. They call it final practice, the only practice. Yeah. Everything else, and then Grant State Pro Stocks roll out for their time trials. Yeah. Two at a time, fairly quick, and then the mods roll out. So once again, cars on the racetrack. We all go to the spotter stand. Yeah. One at a time, one at a time, and then goes Zappienza's out there, and it's like. It was raining. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a funny story for you. It was fucking raining. So, Doug Kobe was the next one up before they called that. And I watched Tommy Baldwin sprint down the wall, the exit wall, and go up to an official. And he's like, I'm not going out. I am not going out. It is shitty out there. I'm not going out. <laughs> and you just see the official go, okay. So he keys up, and then that's when they stopped. That's when they stopped time trials. Listen, they should have never sent Zap out. That's a lot of money to be gambling with for sure. So uh, Zap goes out there, makes one lap, comes through three and four, and freaking just about damn near looped it. Yeah. So he called it quits. So then the question was, is when because at that point in time, it, it didn't look that terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, so now the next question is, is does he get to rerun? So that was kind of the conversation being had up in the spotter stand between am- amongst us. Just right. at what point does this all come down, and you know who makes the call, whatever. And then it just fucking downpoured, opened up. You told me we were going to be all right. All right, of course. You I, told me we were not going to get any rain. It was just clouds. I was I was optimistic. As I was sitting in Roby's trailer, it was downpouring. Oh yeah. At least you were in a trailer. Yeah. It with heat too. I don't know whose idea it was to put the heater in the trailer, but thank you to whoever that was. So I was hiding underneath the stands with spotters, 
And the NASCAR official. The GOAT, too. Do you want to name drop real quick? <laughs> I mean, I can't have you. Name drop. I was standing next to Tony Hirschman. Yeah. It, yeah. He's just a dude. Stop. He's not just a dude. He's just another dude. Actually, it was funny because he actually, he like popped down and him and BJ were talking back and forth. Who's a NASCAR official because, you know, Tony's obviously Matt's brother, Hirschman. Who's also Kyle Busch's spotter. Who is also Kyle Busch's spotter. So yeah. BJ turns around and looks at him and goes, really? The one weekend off you have a year and you decide to come play at the dog. And he just turns around. And I, we should have had a camera for this. He just turns around and goes, meh. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. Meh. Like, meh, no big deal. Meh. So he grabs his spot and backpack, lays it down on the ground, plops his ass down, tips his hat down a little bit, or tips his hood on. No, night. Took a nap. Took a nap. Radio's on, just waiting, just chilling. Just straight chilling like he owns a joint. I want to I want to have an in-depth conversation with those two so badly. So Just to see what makes them tick. We sat there, and where I was standing, you could see uh, Jimmy Wilson, who was the modified tour director. Friend of the podcast, Jimmy Wilson. Came in and out of that fucking tower to see what the weather was like. About probably 10, 15 times in a matter of a 20-minute span. I'm like, yeah. I finally looked over at BJ, and I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go stand down there because they're not going to send us out first no matter what at this point. So yeah. then we all kind of hung around the uh, garage area, I guess is the best way to put it, the pit area. Forever, it felt like. An hour. It was like over an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Felt longer. It did. And that was the story of Saturday. I mean, it was all that build up for freaking nothing. Yeah. So they called it off, and uh, I got to have a conversation with Superman. I told you this. Right? Yeah, yeah, we were sitting in the trailer. I had a conversation with Aaron Fellows, and it was actually a good conversation. I thought he hated me. Turns out he didn't even know who the fuck I was. There's a surprise. <laughs> There's an absolute surprise. I mean, <laughs> oh man. But no, it was a good conversation. The trailer was good. We talked about their trip down to New Smyrna, dude. I wish you could hear some of those. If, if we, do we have the thing, the toggle? We do, if but we I, call, uh, if we call Brian, dude, he has such a good story with him and Seth running racing go karts. I laughed hysterically for f- probably five minutes. We'll get Roby on in the next couple of weeks so he can just tell stories. I want to know what happened to him. Do you know what happened to him? Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. So we sit there for like you know, like we said, like an hour. Yeah. I'm assuming as soon as they call it, you probably boogied home. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was like, well. I was waiting on my freaking grandfather. I was hoping I was going to get an invite to Applebee's, but uh, Brian Roby never said anything. So. Yeah, I didn't get that invite either, and I left with those guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fuck, That's way worse. I fucking walked out with those guys, and I still didn't get the fucking invite. Yeah, uh, I know right where we, where we rate, uh, and that he, is you know not what? high on the list. He called me. On the way home, because he had left some stuff in his trailer, he wanted me to drive more stuff to his house. And I was like, you didn't even invite me to Applebee's, bro. But I didn't have what he needed, so it didn't really matter. But Yeah. I literally, they drove out, <laughs> and I got my car, and I literally followed them out, and then they ducked <laughs> off in Keene. I even laid on a horn and waved, and fucking Brian was in such that like trance of just drive. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then he's telling me the story about how they got locked out of their vehicle at the app, said Applebee's or wherever the hell they went. Yeah. They locked the keys in the truck, so they had yeah. to wait for somebody to come down with keys. Yeah. That's what they get for not inviting us. Dude. That's karma. Well, I mean, fair. Yeah, now I had to hang out with my grandfather, so my grandfather being the hauler driver. Yeah. So with the new e-logs and everything, if he starts and moves that truck, he's down for 10 hours. Okay. 
Jeez. So it was getting a little late in the night. Yeah. So they had to be up early, so he thought he needed to ride down and back. So, of course, me being me, I hadn't even made up my mind yet whether I was going back on Sunday or not because I was supposed to race carts on Sunday. Right. So I made a few phone calls and deliberated and decided that, you know, I should probably go back down and it was a good opportunity and yeah, everything else. It was, and a, great, it was a great opportunity. Yeah. So I waited for my grandfather for, I believe, about an hour <laughs> after they canceled the races. So I waited about an hour, and uh, NASCAR was nice enough to give him a rental car to drive home. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah. So classic. I got soaked to the bone to uh, do nothing, but uh, we're gonna take another commercial break. Yeah. For the love of, why won't you start? Lawn care got you down. Equipment never wants to start. Not enough time to visit the racetrack. Let the professionals at Belanger Lawn Care solve your problem. We offer full yard care services from weed trimming, mowing, mulching, fertilizing, and more. Belanger Lawn Care, servicing the greater Claremont and surrounding areas. Give us a call today at 603-542-6945. You can also visit us on the web at belangerlawncare.com. All right. Then came Sunday. Yeah. Apparently, Yeah, apparently your phone broke. My phone didn't break. Your phone didn't break? Oh, I got drunk Saturday night. You think I was going to wake up to text you at 8 a.m.? 8 a.m.? I... You texted me at like 8, bro. <sighs> we got to go back to the evidence. I actually called you and texted you. Oh, well, I don't get phone calls at my house. You know that. 8.23. Yeah. Yeah, so, come on. Well, no. You know what? Sorry, we can't say that. No, you can. Because I'm going to fire right back at you because you're like, I'll let you know later tonight because I should know by then. And you never let me know. So apparently your phone broke Saturday. It must be once you left drunk. Once you left the racetrack, it just must have gone out yeah. until the race started on Sunday afternoon. Then it went back on. Yeah, probably. That's fair. I mean, I was I was hungover, dude. What do you want me to do? <laughs> just just say you weren't coming? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think I was that well, hard. I didn't, know, I didn't know if I was going or not, right? It was Father's Day, so I didn't know what my old man wanted to do. I didn't know. He didn't want to go down Saturday. Maybe he would have changed his mind, but he didn't. So, so we roll in Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, beautiful day. Yeah, a little chilly, a little windy. It was nice. Like, I don't know, just cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch jack shit. Like, I didn't watch the pure stock heat races or the street stock time try. I didn't watch any of that shit. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, and then we, I rolled up into the grandstands for the uh, Grand State Pro Stock Series race. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking DJ Shaw was yeah. in the show. Shocker that DJ Shaw won, won it. Once he got out in front, it was different. Yeah, it was actually, like, to be fair to Mike Parks, like, that was a clean race for being Mananaki in the Pro Stock Series. Yeah. That always has the, it either seems to be one way or the other for those guys down there. It either goes green to checkered or it's an absolute shit show. Yeah. Um, felt bad for Mike. He, uh, he lost five cars from Saturday to Sunday. Yeah, I know. Um, Saturday, he it looked like he had a great field. Yeah, he had 21. 18. 18. Yeah, he had Jimmy Blewett had to go home. Casagrande went home. Lucas P. Hinckley went home. Yeah. Luke was funny. Why? He had my be- he had the best one-liner of the day. What was it? I'm going to throw him right under the bus. So he starts. So they hadn't even called it yet, and he's already changing in his trailer. So I was hiding in his trailer at that point. Yeah. And he's like, think I'm making the smartest decision. I said, yeah. 
He goes, this sucks. I can't go back down tomorrow because Hadley had a dance recital. Yeah. Father's Day. That sucks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. you know, whatever. Family. And he kind of smirks and he goes, I ain't afraid of Tanya, but Hadley gets a hold of me. It's going to be game over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may have been the smartest thing you've said all day. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he did his fatherly duty and went and watched the dance recital. So yeah, um, that seemed to be uh, a uh, lot of people's the hot uh, ticket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Martin was there Saturday because he was carding on Sunday. So yeah, um, so a lot of people. There was a lot of confusion with that whole thing on on the old book, the old Facebook about how you redeem. Everybody was saying they told him to go pound sand, but Josh JDV came over. Josh Fernetta, yeah. yeah Came over and was just like, just fill out this. Sheet. Yeah, fill out a form. So basically, what it came down to was people are upset, and and this is where I'm going to get crucified. Why? I'm going to get crucified for what I'm about to say. Okay. If you buy tickets to a Yankees game, yeah, and it rains, and they reschedule it, and you can't go on the day they reschedule, yeah, you don't get your money back. Uh, I I hear you. I there was no complaints for me. Uh, it's the I risk know. you take. I know. It's uh, no. I, I there's certain people that just they they will live and die on that hill, and I'm not one of them. I, I mean, it, it sucks. Christ, the first year I went down to Bristol with Teddy, there was a chance that we weren't even going to see one of the races because we had to be home the next day. Like it yeah. just it is what it is. You you run that risk. But yeah, uh, Josh and the gang did a good job of basically saying, hey. Fill out this form and we'll, we'll we'll try to make it right. I mean, I they got didn't, an e- I got an email back. I mean, um, immediately being like, give us you know some time to sort through yep. all of this. But the options were, um, you they can they can swap out your pass for the Claremont um, yep. race. So, which I guess is be- you know it's better than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um. Kudos to them. Happens, yeah. Yeah, kudos to them. Yeah. I, th- I thought they handled it well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, like I said, a bunch of people, I I didn't think it. I mean, we, when we rolled in Sunday morning, there was some confusion because, again, they told you to leave your wristbands intact. Yeah. And guys started ripping them off in the line as soon as they got up to the window, and those ladies in the line had them. Yeah. Scolded them them boys. Yeah. Leave them on. Don't do that. da 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 yeah, because they need the number off of the. Band, they need right? the number. Oh, what is it? Think about it this way: the reason why they wanted them intact was because realistically, me, my wife, and two kids went down. I could have easily called you, cut your wristband off, retaped it back on, and then when they go to cut it, they're gonna see a tape mark. That's what it was. They didn't want people to siphon their bands to everybody else. So every Tom, Dick, and Harry would get in for free that didn't go on Saturday. It could go on Sunday for free. Oh, heard. Okay. That makes sense. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah, so, like I said, pro stock race was good. DJ Shaw won it. I couldn't even tell you, to be honest with you. I think Joey DeWire finished second. Yeah. But uh, quite a show. It was a decent race. Again, Shaw was checked out, but yeah, Once he over. got into space, it was over. It was over. Uh, and then pure stock race was pretty interesting. That was... I didn't get to see it. It was a battle. It wasn't streamed. Yeah, it was a battle. <laughs> Kyle Boniface won it. Really? Jim Boniface's son. Yep. Wow. Yep. Jim Boniface is a name we haven't heard in a long time. Seven years. Seven or eight years, I think, is what they said over the PA on this this weekend. Damn. Tomorrow. So when this airs today. Really? So when this airs on Tuesday, it's been seven or eight years. Yeah, to the day. Really? Yep. Damn. Yep. Um, He won it. 
uh, JD Stockwell had himself a handful down him. <laughs> knock on Sunday. Yeah, I saw Sean's post. Yeah, he had a handful. Was it? I think loose. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to put words in Sean's mouth, but it sounds like he said he missed the setup a little bit. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he put it. I think yeah. he actually posted that on Facebook. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, time for the big dance. Yeah. We started P2. Yep. So there was also some confusion about that, how the starting lineup was going to be, because a couple of officials jumped the gun and said that it was going off owner points. And then. Ooh. After the top 20, then from 21st on back, it was going to be off your practice speeds or so. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. So had that been the case, we would have started 21st out of 24, 25 cars. Right. Then they went back and reviewed the rules and procedures. Because we got the entire one-hour practice and they went off of practice speeds, so we got to start on the outside of the pole. Mm-hmm. Maddie Kimball and Justin Bonsignor led the field to green. Yeah. Then lap three or four, a little bit of contact with Mr. Kimball and blew a power steering line. Yeah, you were saying he raced for 40 laps. Yeah, 38, 37, 39, somewhere right around that bookmark. He finally stuck his hand out the window coming down the front stretch and just... We still have to get Matt on I know. a podcast. I know. Soon. Hopefully. Uh, I, told him we'd, I told him we'd even go down to Apex. I'll make a trip. Yeah. <sighs> I, want a, I want a hoodie, Corey. I want me one of the Apex hoodies. Fat kid says. Yeah, well, bro, husky kid <laughs> Husky. Be what are you, a dog? Yeah. You running the Iditarod this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Walking the Iditarod, but um, ain't no running. Yeah, so he made it like 38, 39 laps, no power steering. Got put, in, got put in a pickle there at one point trying to get around a lap car, and he was in the middle, and yeah. it really got neat there for a second. Yeah. It was it was an eventful forty laps <laughs> for me. You got some you got some camera time on flow. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um. So this is where we have the conversation. I'm I'm ready for it. How long did I stay? Whoa, well, hold on. We can't have that. Com- oh yeah, yeah. I guess we can. We have we have to have that conversation because it's the next thing. I don't. I thought you would have stayed for the whole thing. Yeah. You didn't stay for the whole thing. Nope. When did you leave? Like right after he pulled off? No, because they didn't say anything over the radio whether they were coming back out or not. So I stayed up in the spotter stand until I finally realized that about 100 laps later that he wasn't going <laughs> to come back out probably at that point. I think I finally walked in the pits at lap like 125 or 126. I finally walked in the pits. They had us out on the front stretch. Yeah. So I finally walked in the pits at like lap 125, 126. He was walking my way. I was walking his. We had a quick conversation. I went, grabbed my spotter bag, and fucking in the car I went. And see you bye with about 60 laps to go. Wild. Okay. We've had this conversation. I was there to do a job. Yeah, I hear you, but. I was just done. I was over it. Okay. I could have. I mean, whatever. Yeah, absolutely right. I could, world, I, 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 everybody world. else is just living in it. Yep. It's your world. Listen, I, I easily could have won. I could have just stayed right in the spotter stand for the next fucking 70 laps and just watched the rest of the race right from there. Decent enough view. It was fine. Nobody was obstructing me. You missed a crazy ending. I did. I watched. I rewatched. I watched the highlights on Flow. Dude. Which is all I really needed to see. So, I mean. The racing world came unfucking glued at the ending of that race. And this is Unglued. where this is where I say there is etiquette. So, for those that didn't not watch race, set set the 
set this scenario. Hirschman's leading with what? Three to go? Three to go. Three to go? Four to go, we'll call it? Three so less than five, anyways. Yes. Less than five. Yes. Hirschman's leading, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you were watching it live. Yes. Because my goddamn wrist was vibrating every 16 seconds <laughs> on the drive home. <laughs> and uh, Text group is going nuts. 58 messages. Yeah, Dude, that's me when I check my phone at lunchtime. You guys have 100 texts. It's like you guys don't work at all during the day. You just text each other. Well, like, to, Jesus. To be fair, one of us in the group chat is not working right now. Which one? Weasel or Tyler? Tyler. Oh, I thought we were talking about Weasel. No, well, Weasel doesn't work he that hard. Seven naps. Yeah, day. he doesn't work that hard. Yeah, anyways. So, anyways. So, Hirschman's leading over Justin Bonsignor. Yeah. Ronnie Silk's right there in the picture. Yeah. And they're coming up to put J.B. Fortin a lap down. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. It was another lap down, correct? I believe so. I believe it was another lap down, yes. Another? Yes. Which would be more than one. Correct. Okay, just so we're all on the same fucking page I, I believe. I believe. And I yes. believe that's what I've read as well. Yeah. And Mr. Fortin on his Facebook page says that they bumped and it ripped the wheel out of his hands and he ran him high. I did read that statement. Yep. Which opened the door... For Bonsignor to dive down to the bottom, make it three wide, clear him, Fortin stayed high the whole fucking length of the front straightaway. So do you think it was on purpose? First glance? Yeah. Yeah. You think it was on purpose? Yeah. Hmm. You don't get to race on the tour without car control. That's a fair point. If people can come after me, I don't really care. I got big shoulders. Well, you're, I mean, you're not the only one that said that. I mean, I showed... I showed no, and, and there's plenty of people, right? Forward. There's you're at, you're at a bull ring, okay? So you had a quarter mile high bank bull ring where you're running 13 second lap times. Yeah. So I get it. Fatigue sets in. You're 190 some odd laps into the race at this point. Guys make mistakes. I'm not saying that that couldn't have happened and that might not have been a mistake. The problem was is more the optics of the whole scenario of there was some trash talking going on, there was some scuttlebutt in the pit area, there was stuff that supposedly shit went down at Lee, he wasn't happy with Hirschman. Which I watched that video, I, I don't understand, I don't, I don't I, get it. I don't understand it either, because he never hit him. He never touched him. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Correct, and I don't know. So there's scuttlebutt that this was payback for Lee and yada yada yada. Whatever. If if that's if that's what helps make certain people sleep better, just from the pure take out what whatever this issue is that everybody says happened at Lee, take that rate out of the question. He had a different line in three and four, in my opinion, than he should have had as a lap car. That's that's point blank. That's why I said it looked like the line he took was intentional. Because as a lap car there is etiquette that if you're fighting to stay on the... And again, to me personally, that etiquette goes out the window with five to go. You just pull pull over and let those guys fight it out. I don't give a shit. You're, you're going a lap down. It's not your day. You're not going to win it. Just fucking let them go. But even more so that he was going another, so a multiple laps down at this point, and you're fucking racing a leader like you're in this mix that you literally changed the outcome of a race by the line you took. Yeah, I just don't agree with it. I I, I guess you know. Well, you and a lot of other people but, do not agree with it. And here's my thought as a racer: courtesy goes a long ways when the shoe's on the other foot. So now, let's say in a month 
when Hirschman comes up to Claremont. Yeah. Let's just say he has an off day. Right. Bends, breaks, something, whatever. If you're Hirschman, do you give Fortin the same fucking... I don't think you can now. I honestly don't think it'll make it outside of Riverhead. I think Riverhead next week is going to... Is Hirschman going to Riverhead? Uh, I would assume. It's a tour race. He's part of Lee in here because of the Granite right. State right, 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 right. Cup. Oh, so maybe but, not. Maybe not. I guess I, I don't know. I you don't know what I mean? Sure so, so he doesn't go to Riverhead, we'll call it. The next one's New Hampshire. Yeah. He ain't going there. Yeah. Which is too bad. I'd love to see him run. Then I think we come back to Claremont. I don't know if anything's in between there. No, I don't think so. I think you're right. So, I guess just my thing is just there's... There's a certain etiquette to me as a racer, and there's certain things you do that when the shoe is finally on the other foot, it comes around full circle. Yeah. So Fortin's fighting for a win at Claremont versus whoever, and Hurstman's here and is off the pace for whatever. Not that he's going to be, but yeah. God forbid he's off the pace. I don't think Hurstman moves over for him. And I don't blame him. Yeah, it's too bad, too, because even Bonsignor in his – Victory lanes, which, by the way, we got everybody's interview except for <laughs> except for the very first one that they did with Matt. But even Justin said, I th- I think you know Matt had him covered. I think for the most part, um, it's unfortunate if it was if it truly was done on purpose. That's you know that's unfortunate. And again, I don't know if we looking can. at the optics, it looked intentional. The line that he took. Is, so let me play devil's advocate. Here. Go for it. Me not me never racing. Yeah. Is it quite possible he got loose, slid up? Is it possible? Sure, anything's possible. I could hit the lottery tonight too, but I don't think that's going to happen. You just don't think. I don't. The don't line he took just doesn't tell me that that was a get to the bottom, get out of the way. You think he's you, so? You think he raced him too hard? Be, him being the leader, hundred percent. Okay, not that he necessarily took him out on purpose, but that he raced him. He raced. Him. I don't think he meant. To, I, I don't think he fucking like went in there going, right. "I'm gonna take out Matt Hirschman because Matt Hirschman's going around me." Right. He went, "I'm gonna race him because this is what whatever happened at Lee in JB's mind. Whatever happened at Lee, it was I'm gonna race this lap and I, I'm racing to the end and I don't give a shit when they catch me." Yeah. Again, I don't think he went in there to knock him out of the groove. I don't think he went in there to fucking which take is, him out. Which I think. is what I think there there needs to be a there a, needs to be a clear line. A clear line. I don't, I don't think he hit. I, I don't think he purposely hit him. No, yeah, I don't think that do in the least. I think he drove it down too far in the corner and was racing the leaders when he shouldn't have. That's what I am saying was intentional. I see what you're saying. Okay. Which I think is what I which I think is what most people were mad about. I know some people are being like, he did it on purpose. It's like, did he mean to hit him on purpose? I don't purpose think he meant to hit purpose? him on purpose. I think he meant to race him on purpose. Yeah. Like if he's pissed off about Lee, I think he went in there with the intentions of continuing to race the race, which is fine. Yeah, heard. But you don't take that line as a lap car that's just gonna pull over. And again, like I said, people come after me because they paid their fucking hundred and some odd dollars and they bought their tires. And yeah, they bought it's their easy fuel. for us to sit here and talk, dude. We're not the ones racing. That's why we have a podcast. Yes, yeah, why we have a podcast. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> but Twitter blew up, dude. Twitter, Twitter did. Facebook blew up. Everybody blew up. It was wild. I saw somebody commented 
on the NASCAR one of the face the fan Facebook page that like JB was blocking for Bontignor and then Bontignor responded to oh, that yeah. post. He was just like, "You're right, you caught me." <laughs> so obviously that. That being was, sarcastic, that was wild. That's obviously cool. being sarcastic, very wild statement. Yeah, I don't know. very wild statement. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was a crazy, crazy race, though. And as much as I hate crazy. to say it, like this is gonna sound awful. That's probably the best thing for the Wheel and Modified Tour right now to have a little bit of controversy. Everybody's talking about the finish because a, if he does go to Riverhead, how many people might buy a Flow subscription just to see what's gonna happen? What did I tell you? Yeah, what you, did I tell the group chat? Yeah, you couldn't go on Father's Day, but you thought about driving all the way to fucking Long Island, oh, dude. I, <laughs> I made plans with my dad. Like I went down Saturday going to that race. I know. Just, I made plans I, with listen, my dad. This is a busting balls kind of I, podcast. I get so. you. I get you. But I did. I. As soon as that race got over, I was like, shit, I wonder how far Riverhead's away from... Too far. It's like five, four and a half, almost five hours. Yeah, and you got to take the ferry, so it doesn't include the ferry time. Yeah, I was like, um, probably not going to happen. No. I would like to go at some point. To Riverhead? Just to check it out, but... I want to... So I got this coming weekend. I'm gonna. I'm going to Thunder Road to check out Weasel's Open Show. Yep. I'm going to be at Claremont, obviously, because that's, that's my place. Saturday is kind of up in the air as far as where I want to go. Do I go to Monadnock? Do I shuffle myself down to Connecticut? Connecticut for what? Stafford. Stafford runs Friday nights. Oh, shit. I thought it was Saturday. No, they run Friday nights. Shit. So what else is Waterford? Eh. Go to Oxford? Could go to Oxford. White Mountains? Dude, the thing with White Mountains is like the drive home Hold on. sucks. Hold on. Dude. If you thought the drive home from White Mountains sucks, don't go to Oxford. Yeah. You know how you get to Oxford? Not from here. Not from here. <laughs> you know, see if my dad will take you in the puddle jumper. No. You could be there that in 45 one, minutes. You will never. There's get an me airport that. off the backstretch. You will never get me in that airport. So listen, I got to tell a funny story here. So I was talking to Brian Vance. Who is the yeah. Wheel of Modified Tour race control. Okay. He's a race director. Yeah. So he's there on Saturday, so he's got a real job on Monday. So he says, I'm not going to be here on Sunday because of the amount of flights that got canceled this past week. And he's like, I'm not running the risk of missing my full-time job that pays my pays my food bill and, like, yeah. everything else, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, heard, yeah. So I grabbed Brian by the belt loops, and I said, hey, listen, I know a guy. He's got a little four-seater plane. He'll scoot you right back home to North Carolina. He'll be good to go. So he looks at me and he goes, Mr. Gerard, let's have a chat. I said, all right, Brian, let's let's do this. I, so I've known Brian for years. Yeah. Between my grandfather, I've known Jimmy Wilson for a long time. I know their flagman, Sean. Yeah. Um, and Brian I've known for a long time. So Brian's like, I made a deal years ago. I said, okay. What was the deal? He goes, me and God had a chat one night. He's like, I was working on an ASA team. Flight got canceled, whatever. He goes, guy owned a six-seater. Thunderstorm. I got on this plane and I prayed to God to get me home that night and I would never get on a small fucking plane ever again in my life. And he goes, He held up his on. I'm holding up mine. <laughs> dude, I get it. There's no way. No way. Oh, it's great, dude. It's it's fantastic. Hard pass. I listen. Nah. If I didn't have the attention span of a gnat, I would go get my own so I could just take it. 
Dude. Just go grab the plane, fly to Oxford, fly right on the back stretch, go watch the 250, far, fly back home. How quickly can you get to Oxford? 45 minutes. In a plane? In a plane. It's like a six-hour drive. Isn't Versus it? like two hours and 45 minutes in a car. Oh, that's not. There's just no way to bad. get there from here. So you're all back roads yeah, and windy and that's shit. Maine, bro. <laughs> no, that's like fucking because you're cutting across like the center of the state. So you got to go through like fucking Ossipee and shit like that. Ossipee. Yeah, I, nah. Hard pass on the plane. Ossipee. I bet. Hey, listen. How bad do you want to go to Riverhead? There's a fucking airport down there. Not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Bro. It's, they're going to stream it. I can watch it from the comfort of my couch. It's very true. Yeah. I don't know. No no planes for this guy. But it was a good race. Mananak was good. I And then Sunday, I'm thinking Sunday may be the day, Bubba. Of what? Sunday may be the Hudson Day. Oh, I'll be carting. I thought it was every other weekend. It normally is, but we run back-to-back weekends because of 4th of July, so he gave us 4th of July weekend off. Well, probably smart on his part. Sunday may be the day, dude. I think I got, carting. I got nothing going on. What? Carting. I went carting once. Oh, once, thanks. It was hot as shit, dude. Yeah, thanks. I'm only good for once. I get it. That's uh, fucking fine. Bro. That's fine. Relax. That's fine. You need to relax a little bit. I, at least I showed up. Oh, Jesus. I didn't tell you that I was going to show up and then not show up. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take what our last, last commercial break. Yeah. We wanted to take a quick second and let you know about the Claremont Motorsports Karting Series. I personally cannot think of a better way to spend my Sunday than right here at Claremont Motorsports Park watching the future stars in New England racing. And a reminder, grandstand admission is always free. This is affordable family fun. To find their schedule and more about this amazing series, look them up on Facebook at Claremont Motorsports Karting Series. All right, so perfect segue. So results from yesterday. Yes. I was not there. <laughs> That's not true. I did. I made I made it back for the last three features. We're talking about the karting series. I made it back for the last three features of the karting series. Yep. So the Claremont Motorsports Park Karting Series presented by East Tech's Tire and Auto feature results. Junior Sportsman B sponsored by Upper Valley Equipment Rentals. Third place, Cassie Paquette won herself $50. Because it was their money race. They Big do one, money. They do, they do money race once a year for each division. So she nice. got herself $50. Grayson Henry won $50. And then Tanner Dickinson won the race. 100 bucks. 100 bones. 100 bucks? 100 bones. Nice. Senior Champ 206 sponsored by Golden Cross Ambulance. Third place was Avery Stockwell. Second place was Howard Stockwell. And first place was Mason Prouty. Decided to skip out on the touring series race over in New York and come and kick the crap out of the group on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Tiger A, sponsored by the Turn 4 podcast. Third place was Payson Steigles. Second place was Bentley Robbins. First place was Cole Colburn. What age is that? Uh, Tiger A is yeah. like probably like 7 to 10. Seven I love to that we sponsor a division. Yeah. That's so great. I know, I'm thinking uh, we're going to do something for him. I was thinking sure. about... Uh, a live pod, bro. No, so listen. No, I'm like, listen, I'm legit thinking about, it, like, top five in points. I was thinking about getting them um, engraved Yetis with the Turn 4 podcast on one side and then their name and their number on the other side. There's seven. Like, what do they need a Yeti for? They have they have kit Yeti cups. You've never seen those? 
Oh. My kids have them. They're like this tall. They get a little flip top. Yeah, they make kids Yeti cups. Dead serious. They're like little water bottles. Interesting. Yeah, thought about getting them for them. Doing something. We're going to do something for the top five and points for them. Okay. I'll handle it. Okay. Yeah. As long as Shocker. Uh, Junior Champ 206, sponsored by Charlton Plumbing and Heating. Olivia Matheson finished second. Aiden Teeter finished second. Uh, has Harry Sachs in parentheses next to it. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> but uh, first place was Haley Maxim. It does. Look. I, th- I don't know if that. Harry Sachs. <laughs> uh, Ricky Champ sponsored by the Hudson Speedway. Uh, Eli Elliott finished third. Austin Harris finished second. And Owen Cass won it. <coughs> Senior Outlaw sponsored by Lawrence Painting. Third place was Zachary Thomas. Second place was she- Sheldon Hazelton. Nah. And first place was Megan O'Brien. First place was who? Third place was Zachary Thomas. Nah. Yeah, you got Is third. There a kid there named Zachary. Yeah, Thomas? you got third. There was only two cards. <laughs> you, you got third this past week. Oh. Oh, have I you not? Like, noticed? I want to be a fan of that kid. Whoever I, that I was is. gonna say, have you not noticed that literally every week, if there's not enough carts to fill out the top three, just throws in like my boys' names, your name, somebody else. I've been doing it all along. Oh. Yeah, every week. No, I yeah, have Ryan not. and Theo got second and third in that class earlier this year. Oh, I have not been paying attention, obviously. Tiger C sponsored by 802 Auto Body. Hunter Charlton finished third. Cole Coburn finished second, and Hayden Burns won it. Junior Sportsman A sponsored by Marshall's Garage and a Castle. Finished third, Blake LeMay finished second, and Caden Wimble won it. Tiger Cubs sponsored by Chico's Handyman Service. Chico. Nina Curtis finished third, Colton Pond finished second, and Eli Elliott won the show. They are back in action on Sunday, June 26th. As always, the grandstands are free. And you know what? We're going to call a spade and spade and say it's a good time to bring a friend out and see the karting series on Sunday afternoon. That's what we're going to do. That's what he wrote. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. Brian's good to me. He sends me all the weekly weekly recaps when we're all done. He used to text me. He never texts me anymore. Probably because you don't answer. Just like That's not true. Him. I answered. All right. You so, yeah. Texting. So, Friday night at the park. What do we got going on? Um, I believe this week is... Home. Ne- no. Hold Antique? on. Hold on. We have New England Antique Racers, yep. Avery Insurance Six Shooters, LaValley Building Supply Pure Stocks, In City Sugar Shack Mini Stocks, Peanut Auto 602 Dirt Modifieds, and the Late Model Sportsman. It's going to be a good night. The house division is going to hold it down. Yep. Um, like you said, Thunder Road's got the R&R Public Wholesalers Open Street Stock Competition. Our boy Weasel heading up there. Dragging that sexy little four of them. Oh, yeah, it looks wrap. good. Dude, looks, looks good. so good. Lightning chassis. Yeah, let's let's throw him under the bus for a minute. Ooh, we yeah, I'm no. not throwing Larry under No, I'm not throwing. Well, I guess I'm sorry I am, but I'm going to throw yeah. Weasel under the bus. Okay. So my my new helmet was for my new helmet. My redone up helmet was supposed to make its debut yesterday. I put a wrap on it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw yeah. the picture. So he showed light in the wrap, and he says, until I start winning races, I'm not allowed to wear the helmet. Oh, yeah, your response is classic. So I turn around, and I told Weasel that he shouldn't have got his car wrapped because he hasn't won any races in a while either. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us just, you know, 
field fillers at this point. One of us mows the grass. The other one's just flying around the back. So, I mean. Well, when he shows up. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I feel like he hasn't raced in like six months. I know. That's what I said. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> between, between him and Tyler, I mean, Jesus. Ben, since Reagan was in office, since either one of us been on the racetrack. Yikes. Um, <sighs> yeah, and then Claremont Karting Series is out on Sunday. Obviously, that's where I'll be. Um, with one or two carts, I haven't really decided yet what I'm gonna do. Well, take take a good night's worth of <laughs> putting shit together for the other one to be ready. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, should be. It's a good docket. Good a racing. Good weekend for it. Should be nice weather. Hopefully, will hold up for us. And yeah. Yeah. Away we go before the Fourth of July, kind of midsummer. Whatever you want to call it. Some a blowout. Yeah, before everything starts to hit the fan. It's guys, it's getting guys, oh yeah, guys are getting hot under the collar because heat races got wild Friday night. They did first couple laps of that mod feature were wild, so it's it's we're getting to that point in the year. Carnage, yeah. it's coming. It's coming. But uh, yeah, passion. We will uh, uh so and to wrap it up, like I've said the last three weeks, a bunch of people still owe me money. Uh, gonna still kind of hound you. I think again, tentatively, the order should be done by the end of this week. So hopefully, I'll have it at the racetrack. Yeah. You will not be eligible to pick up your shit until you pay me, point blank. I will keep it and sell it to somebody else before I give it to you for free. On that note, everybody have a good week, and we'll see you at the racetrack. Bring your kids. We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.